This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, welcome to the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito, Jeff Setoff. We are on Fanstream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Make sure you go to fanstreamsports.com. Also, download the app. It's free for Apple and Android users. All of our latest and greatest shows are on there. Go check it out. Again, Apple and Android users, free app, Fanstream Sports. And you can also join our Facebook page, interact with some of the hosts if you'd like to of the other shows and uh, other fans of the Fanstream Sports family. All right, um, follow me on, on the X, by the way, at Fit Happens on formerly Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it now. All right, we'll start with Ohio State news. Um, Ohio State recently hired Bill O'Brien to be the offensive coordinator. Ryan Day was giving up play calling duties, all these things. Bill O'Brien, of course, former Houston Texans head coach, um, also former coach at Penn State, uh, head coach at Penn State, and um, then went to Alabama as an OC and then New England as an offensive coordinator. And so Ryan Day brings him in and says he's giving up play calling. And then a short time later, Jeff Halfley, the head coach of Boston College, also a former Ohio State coach, left the Eagles to go to be uh, the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator. So that opened up the BC head coaching job. Bill O'Brien interviewed for it and was offered and accepted the position. Bill O'Brien's from the Boston area. And there's some other family things going on. Um, he, uh, he's got a 21-year-old son who's got a rare neurological condition. Um, and his younger son is a freshman um, on the Tufts University baseball team. It's also Massachusetts. So other reasons for him to go there. Uh, it, Look, but the Jeff Hapley thing leaving is not um, it, it's not a surprise to me. You're going to see more coaches, head coaches of Power 5 schools go to be coordinators somewhere else, either in the NFL or at more prestigious, uh, more competitive Power 5 schools. And we'll get to that in just a second with what Ohio State did to replace Bill O'Brien. But Hapley doing that, you, you're having this, the, um, the number of schools that can compete for national championships in college football is shrinking, not growing, it's shrinking. And with these power conferences now, with NIL money, it's going to keep getting smaller. Boston College, it's a power five school. Yes. Are they a school that can compete for a national championship? No, they are not. I, I really don't think they'll be able to. So because unless they get a huge influx of NIL money coming in, which I don't see happening. So you're going to see more people like Halfley or jobs like that where they can't win their conference because they're not going to beat out Florida State North Carolina, Miami, Clemson in the ACC. And it's going to be tough for them to compete for, you know, even a playoff spot then in that scenario. So you're going to see more coaches, I think, do this. And that's exactly what Chip Kelly has done for UCLA. Head coach at UCLA, Power 5 school, Big Ten Conference, departs before you ever coach in the Big Ten Conference for UCLA to be Ohio State's new offensive coordinator. Uh, Chip Kelly and Ryan Day go way back. Kelly um, was a coach at New Hampshire. Ryan Day played quarterback there. And then Ryan Day served on uh, Kelly staffs in both Philadelphia and San Francisco. So now Chip Kelly comes in to call plays. Ryan Day, I believe, trusts him immensely. I think that he has no – that's why I like this fit better than Bill O'Brien. I do think that Ryan Day um, respects Chip Kelly and will give him uh, complete freedom with the offense, and Day will be more of a CEO, which is what we like to see. Day's a fantastic recruiter, and I think it's better served for him and the program if he is in more of a – 
CEO kind of role. He'll still have he'll have his hand in the offense a little bit. I'm sure he'll talk to Chip Kelly quite a bit. But this is um, Chip Kelly's offense to run. Now, the reason Chip Kelly's doing this is because his days at UCLA were numbered. There was once a time when when uh, Chip Kelly was the golden boy of, of college football. He was 46 and seven at Oregon. Goes to the NFL. Goes just 26 and 21 at Philadelphia before getting fired at the end of uh, the third season there. And then went two and fourteen his one year at San Francisco's last two years in the NFL he went just eight and twenty three UCLA thirty five and thirty four was his record and it wasn't going to get better UCLA is not one of the top six or maybe seven maybe eight teams in the Big Ten coming up this year so um, I like the move for Ohio State I like the move for Ryan Day um, I, I like the move um, for for the Buckeye Buckeye franchise to do it this way so that's good. Um, the only potential, I don't want to say bad thing, but, you know, one of the things that Ohio State, one of the things that I've been hammering them about the last couple of years is the offensive line. Last couple of years have been very spotty at best. Justin Fry, you saw the Missouri game. Justin Fry is the current offensive line coach. I thought he would have been fired by now. I don't think he will be fired now. Why? Because he was Kelly's offensive coordinator at UCLA for a while. So, Justin Fry, offensive line coach, Ohio State, now I think will stay, will stick around. Hopefully with the offense that Chip Kelly will bring in, it is something that will make the offensive line hopefully have a little more success. They certainly have more talent coming up in this upcoming season, I believe. Why is all this important? Well, folks, we are only 61 days until the spring game, 201 days until Ohio State hosts Akron, 244 days until October 12th. Why is that significant? Chip Kelly, uh, Ohio State, will be playing at Oregon that day. He's been back there already a few times as a coach of UCLA. Um, he lost there in 2018, 2020, and 2022. So it's not like his first time back at Oregon since all the success he had, but it will be his first time with the Scarlet and Gray. More discord in Michigan, by the way. Um, Jim Harbaugh, you know, he uh, he's already taken some players, some coaches with him over to the LA Chargers when he left uh, the University of Michigan. And the other day, it looked like one coach that they were going to stay put in Ann Arbor. Uh, defensive backs coach Steve Plinkscale, he told the players recently, he said. I'm staying at Michigan and not leaving to join Harbaugh in the NFL. Didn't last long. Clink scale reverse course will now head to the Chargers. Apparently, he was upset. He did not get the defensive coordinator spot that opened up um, when uh, defensive coordinator Jesse Minter went with Harbaugh. So the D.C. spot opened up, and Michigan filled it with um, somebody else. We'll get to that. Uh, Wink Martindale. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But So the Wolverines have lost essentially their entire defensive coaching staff. Because uh, Klingscale going there, Minter's there already, defensive coordinator, and then defensive line coach Mike Elston also went with Harbaugh. So, and all, Jay Harbaugh, who coached the safeties um, and the special teams, also left the program to go to the Seattle Seahawks. So, that's a lot of turnover for Michigan right there. Uh, Wink Martindale is their new uh, defensive coordinator, but look, this Michigan team's going to look a lot different, not only personnel wise on the field, but also coaching staff, obviously off the field. Not sure if, you know, uh, if, the, if Michigan's uh, pissed off at Harbaugh for taking those guys or not, but he, the entire defensive staff is gone in Michigan. They've got to replace all of that in addition to a ton of talent that they lost out uh, through graduation and whatnot. All right, uh, let's get some more Ohio State news. The women's basketball team continues to roll. They're all the way up to the number two spot in the country behind South Carolina. Um, they defeated Michigan State 86-71 to on Sunday. They're now 23-1 and overall, 12-1 and in the Big Ten, a full game ahead of Iowa and Indiana, the Big Ten as of today. And uh, looking like, as of right now, 
probably when the uh, bracketology comes out on ESPN today, they'll be a number one of the number one, four number one overall seeds, which is huge news for the Buckeyes. Now, Celeste Taylor, by the way, one of four Buckeyes in double figures in that win over Michigan State on Sunday. Cody McMahon, by the way, has been a huge part of this success of Ohio State since the turn of the calendar year. Uh, she only played 19 minutes against Michigan State, but that's because it was a blowout for most of the game. And she had 6.7 rebounds, five assists. Uh, but there was a tough stretch for McMahon back in December and early into January. Even if you go to from the Grand Valley State University game on December 15th through the Rutgers game on January 11th, that's a six-game stretch. And in those six games, she made just 11 of 48 shots of the field. That's 23%. Six games, she made 11 shots, scored just 40 points, um, 6.7 points a game in there. And, and granted, there were a couple of games that were blowouts in there. She didn't play a lot of minutes. But nonetheless – 11 baskets in six games for Cody McMahon was troubling, especially on 48 shots. So, yeah, 23% on that one. But then the win over Iowa, where they came back and won and knocked off the Hawkeyes, that kicked off a six-game stretch from the Iowa game on uh, January 21st to the Minnesota game on February 8th. That six-game stretch. She went 40 for 79 for the field. That's 51%. Averaged 18 points and 10 rebounds in that stretch. And also had her first four double-digit rebound games of the season. That's very significant. Cody McMahon, early in the season, I talked to Kevin McGuff, head coach for Ohio State women, a few times about this. Um, I was concerned about the start that Cody was having, especially at six-game stretch where we just talked about, and the struggle, the struggles she had. And he said she's working through it. He said after the first year is when things really started to click for her again. And so you look at that, uh, that, um, that six-game spurt right there she's had, and she's moving in the right direction. The Buckeyes have now won 11 in a row, the women's team. Since a 69-60 loss to Michigan on December 30th, they host Nebraska, who's 16 and 8 and 8 and 5, um, 68 overall, 8 and 5 in the Big Ten. They host Nebraska Wednesday. Cornhuskers coming off a three-point win over Iowa in Lincoln. Um, there's only five games left in the regular season for Ohio State. They got the game against Nebraska. They're at Penn State. Penn State 16 and 8, 7 and 6 in the Big Ten. They uh, host Maryland, 14 and 10, 6 and 7 in the Big Ten. They host Michigan, 16 and 9. Overall, 7-6, and six, and they close out in Des Moines against Caitlin Clark in Iowa. Iowa, 22-3, 11-2. So Ohio State's got a full-game lead over both Iowa and Indiana. They've beaten both Iowa and Indiana this year, so they own that tiebreaker part of it. And by the way, Indiana hosts Iowa on February 22nd. So one of those teams is going to pick up a third loss in the Big Ten. Where the women have gone 11-0 since the start of the year, uh, the men are just 3-8. and eight. They recently did snap a five-game losing streak with a 79-75 win, uh, double overtime win over Maryland. Um, but, again, the Buckeyes just 3-8 and eight in January, since January 1st. They take on number 20 Wisconsin on the road Tuesday, travel uh, um, to play number two Purdue on Sunday. Uh, that's in a nationally televised game on CBS. Ohio State is now 14-10 on the season, 4-9 in the Big Ten. That's uh, Last year there was 16-19 and 5-15. And so, since last year, Ohio State is just 30 and 49 overall, 9 and 24 in the Big Ten. The calls are coming for Ohio State to make a change at head coach. And I think I, I hate calling for the, the firing of a coach, but it might be, t I think it's time. I, I, just, I know it's time for Ohio State to make a change with the head coach of the men's basketball team. I love Chris Holtman. It's just not working out. 9 and 24 the last two seasons of the Big Ten, and he'll probably lose at least a few more. This year in the Big Ten, so um, it, it's a, it's not it, – they're out for the NCAA tournament. They're not going to make it again this year. They'll be second year row not being in there, and that also so unacceptable. Some of the things that are 
It's going to be interesting, though, is that Gene Smith is in charge until he steps down June 1st. And so in, in their president, uh, uh, Jimmy Carter, President Carter said, not Jimmy Carter, President Carter, Ted Carter said that um, it's going to be Gene Smith's decision until Gene, uh, on major decisions until Gene Smith is no longer with Ohio State. Again, that'll be in June. Gene Smith hired Chris Holtman. I don't believe Gene, Gene Smith wants to fire Chris Holtman. I would expect there to be some kind of discussion, and I think Holtman might resign after the season, be forced to resign, though, to kind of save face a little bit there for both him and Gene. But I don't expect Chris Holtman to be on the sidelines uh, next year for Ohio State. And I think that um, you know, they'll, make, they'll make a change at the position, which is, I, I believe, what they need. Missing the NCAA tournament consecutive seasons, 9-24 and 24 over two seasons of the Big Ten, not acceptable for this Ohio State program with the resources they have. They've had great recruiting classes come in. They just can't seem to put it together, and they continue to have these uh, dips in January every year, it seems like. So, all right, that's it for me. Uh, Buckeye Blitz is finished. Follow me on the X at that happens. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, download the Fan Street Sports app. It's free for Apple and Android users. And we will talk to you again soon. This has been the Buckeye Blitz, brought to you by Fanstream Sports and powered by DSP Media. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.